And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Welcome to the Andy Staples Show. Happy Monday. We got another big interview for you, and I swear we didn't plan it this way when we started putting out the calls for these interviews. I did not mean for the last three coaching interviews to come from the same head coaching tree, but that's just how it's worked. Uh, we had Oregon's Dan Lanning. Then we had Arizona State's Kenny Dillingham, and today we've got Florida State's Mike Norvell for you, and Mike Norvell is the trunk of this particular tree. Dan Lanning and Kenny Dillingham both worked for him at Memphis. Uh, Kenny Dillingham also worked for him at Arizona State. Uh, Actually, I believe Dan Lanning also worked for him at Arizona State. So uh, this is a a guy who, very young, I believe he's only 41 years old, but already has a, a pretty good coaching tree going, and he's got a pretty good thing going at Florida State now, too. It was obviously pretty dicey when Mike Norvell took over at Florida State in 2020. They had to go through some tough times, but he had to get time. The, the way Florida State's situation was at the time, it wasn't like they had a ton of money to change coaches again after they fired Willie Taggart, so that they were going to give Mike Norvell the luxury of time, and it seems to be working. He had a very good season last year. Uh, they opened with a win against LSU. They had a little swoon in the middle where they lost three games, but then they closed it out with five straight wins. And right now we're talking about them as potential ACC contenders, potential college football playoff contenders. And I think a lot of the reason is, one, they've developed well, especially along the offensive line. That was a position where that group – was the problem at Florida State for quite some time. And it was going to take the longest time to fix because you can't just instantly grab offensive linemen and suddenly they're great. You have to build them. And that's what Mike Norvell and Alex Atkins, his offense coordinator slash offensive line coach, have done since they've been there. But they've also done a really good job in the transfer portal. You think about Jermaine Johnson coming in 2021 from Georgia, and then he's the ACC Defensive Player of the Year then they get some some Jared Verse in, in 2022. He's from Albany and has a great season. And it looks like he might go out and, and be a high draft pick, but he ends up staying. Jordan Travis, meanwhile, the development of the quarterback has been very big. He was a transfer too, but he transferred when, when Taggart was still there. Mike Norville inherited him, and he's become really the heart and soul of this team. And it's been very interesting to see the, the evolution here because – Florida State for a while looked like they were in the worst shape of the big three schools in Florida. Now they're in the best shape of them. And we'll see what go, what happens from there because this is a team that has some pretty high expectations. So here is Mike Norvell from his office in Tallahassee. Looking at a season where you guys are dealing with some expectations that, that you guys haven't had to deal with since you've been at Florida State. How, how do you handle going from, from telling your players – don't listen to any of that crap to telling me don't listen to any of that praise. It's the, I mean, in all reality, it's our expectation has not changed. Yeah. And you know, I'm, 
I'm glad that the outside expectations that people are talking positively about our program. I mean, this is Florida State. They, yeah. People nationally should talk good about our program. And, you know, some of the steps that have been taken, some of the things that, that have occurred, you know, the great players I get to coach. I mean, it's it, uh, I'm, I'm glad that people have taken notice of, of some of the changes that have happened here. But when it comes to expectations, I mean, you know, our expectations will always be higher than anything that's on the outside. And yeah. they were a year ago when people maybe weren't saying a whole lot of good things about us. Uh, but now, you know, it, it's still for us to continue to improve, to continue to get better and to go play our best. I mean, that's going to that's going to be our focus. So a lot of this has been a lot of the same guys that you inherited that you've been able to build up and build on. And then a staff that has stayed mostly together. How important is keeping that culture consistent? I mean, continuity was critical. Yeah. I mean, when we came, when we came in, I mean, they're, you know, you know, we've had our issues. Yeah. And, and I mean, I think when you look at a program and just the change and some of the struggles, some of the challenges that have been there, there's no one person or one time that you can point to. It's just, you know, there was a lot of change. And, you know, for the players that were here, they had to, to go through that. They had to experience it. Uh, when we came in, you know, the, being able to, to set, establish, and be consistent to a standard, yeah. to be able to point in a direction of what we were going to do and how we were going to do it, and where it wasn't just a coach's expectation. It became players, and you have players that are starting to coach players. You have you know, the, the culture that's been established based off the guys that have, that have been here and have grown through it and the guys that we bring here that are all yeah. you know, really focused on, on maximizing the opportunity here you know a part of this program it's it's been a lot of fun i mean i love coaching this team i love i've loved watching them grow and uh, you know being able to have you know for the most part that continuity has been uh, right. been really really important well you you take a jordan travis who you guys inherit it sounds like he's become a different kind of leader as he's gone on he's sort of evolved into the kind of the face of your program is that what you expected of him when you got there, or was that something he had to he had to grow into? You know, I mean, it was when we came in. I mean, you know, everybody everybody's willing to share an opinion of what they think of, of yeah. players and you know, in thoughts of their future. And, you know, when when I first got here, you know, everybody was sold on on Jordan the athlete. Yeah, you know, because he had shown that in, in early parts of his career, but. Um, you know, for him to to go and grow and develop into the quarterback that he is. I mean, I remember the first time I, I got a chance to go out and you know be around him throwing, and you see the arm talent, you see the potential, and you know then it was just you know you know him building confidence in the rhythm and the timing and what we, what he was being asked to do. You know, getting comfortable within the system. You know, he's one of the smartest players that I've ever been around, yeah. and you know as you've seen him grow through the through the journey. I mean, he's had ups, he's had downs, but. Uh, I think he's one of the best players in, in the entire country and seeing that that development from the work that he's put in and the the example that he's been mm -hmm. um, you know that I think that has really helped just accelerate his leadership to, to becoming the face of what this program's all about. How much of that is time? Because you look at Jordan's one but your offensive line that was everybody said okay Florida State's offensive line is the biggest problem it's the hardest thing to fix. You come in and it's a very thin unit. Now you're looking at a group that, that you feel comfortable kind of too deep across the offensive line. How much of that is just having enough time to be able to build build it the way you want to? You know, I think every – I mean all parts of it factor in. You you can look at, you know, a quarterback growing in individually, him being able to go through that, you know, you know like I said – 
just the, the things that we ask him to do and, you know, how he's been able to go and execute that. You know, obviously, as you continue to get better uh, up front, as you get better, you know, on the perimeter, as everything grows to, together, I mean, it's it's what allows a, a quarterback to play up to, to yeah. you know, the, the standard that they want to play. Right. And, uh, you know, Jordan has not been perfect. There's been there's been times. And what I've loved about him has been his ownership in, in those yeah. situations where that's where you see growth. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we had a – we had a and, and I think that's a that's a program wide trait, and yeah. we try to do that as coaches. Uh, we we've made plenty of mistakes throughout the process. Maybe a bad play, a play you know, a, you know, a, certain situations. Well, when the players see coaches taking ownership of that and continuing to grow to get better, you know, that tr- I think trickles down to them. And you know, Jordan has been able to do that, and we tried to surround him with a lot of great players. And uh, you know, it's it's fun watching all that come together. So we we toss around the whole portal king designation we, we, we talked to lane last year he said oh, i'll take it it wasn't my idea but i'll take it but you may actually be the portal king and I, i'm curious about how you handle this because you've been able to get good players out of the transfer portal but it has not changed your team chemistry in a bad way where you you see that a lot where maybe you get a group the chemistry is good and then the next year you get a group and it doesn't quite work but it feels like your team has acted the same no matter who you've added. So how do you do that? Well, I mean, it's still, it's still, when you go through the recruiting process, you know, everybody's got their own unique yeah. journey, whether it's a kid coming from high school, junior college transfers. Now, I mean, it, you know, everybody has a different path to get here, but we know what we're looking for. We know the type of young men, we know the character, we know the, uh, you know, the physical traits that, that, you know, can fit our program, you know, per position and, you know, what we're trying to, you know, what we're trying to build each of those positions with. And, you know, some years, you know, we, you know, needed a little bit more experience, maybe older player that could mm-hmm. come in and, and make an immediate impact. And there's, we've been able to, we've been able to do that in, in really both sense. Like last year we signed 65% of our class uh, was, uh, you know, high school players yeah. and, and 35% of them were, were portal guys. And, you know, I just want to make sure we get the right guys and really wherever, whatever the need for the team is in the moment, you mm-hmm. know, that's what we're going to, we're going to try to evaluate. And, and as long as we're getting the right guys that want to be a part of this program, of this culture, yeah. of, of, you know, the ways that we do it. I mean, this program's not for everybody and we're okay with that, yeah. but it, it's for the right ones. And that's why I think you've seen, you know, regardless of the path of what brought the young man here, I mean, they come in and they buy into to the culture that we have. How do you handle that in the portal recruiting process? Because it's so accelerated. Person jumps in, offers go like crazy. They come take some visits. And a lot of times within a week, they've, they've made a decision. Yeah, I mean, extreme transparency. And when I, and I say that so that they understand the expectation and, you know, we're, we try to do as much background in a very short period of time on, on the individual of, you know, kind of what makes them tick, what, you know, what are they looking for? What do they desire? And, um, you know, you just, it it is a, it's a challenging experience to have to go through, but you know, it's, it's also the, the transparency on both ends. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's something that, um, you know, you players respect because they know and, and there's also a different sense of urgency with a with a transfer because they know they have to get it right and they yeah. you know so um, you know I think we've been able to do a really good job you look at the success of guys that have transferred in here becoming all conference players becoming yeah. first round draft picks becoming you know you know some of the best players in all college football um, because they they see the opportunity that we have and they take advantage of that also surrounding themselves with like-minded individuals. We'll be right back after this message from one of our lovely sponsors. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? 
Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. You couldn't have flipped the roster when you got here, because not, not in the way people do now, because the rules were different. But the first year the rules changed, you bring in Jermaine Johnson, who wanted to show he was a, an every-down player and, and wasn't Georgia was loaded and, and it wasn't going to be possible. You bring in Jamie Robinson, who was at South Carolina, and, and you guys had some ideas about how you could use him. Two different stories. One guy comes in, blows up, first-round draft pick. The other guy very slowly becomes one of the most important players on your team. How do you know, like, when you're talking to Jamie Robinson, that he can be that? Well, I mean, I, I think when when he went in the portal, and I remember the, the, the first night, um, you know, the, the, the conversation, and, you know, just – you know his passion, his desire. You know the the want to to be great, but also to be able to come in and make a difference somewhere. You know, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of kids that can play, and you know, if if it's only focused on what they're going to do and, and the experience they're going to have, uh, I think I think you saw Jamie's heart this past season. Um, you know, whether you know back to back all you know all conference player, you know, really did some wonderful things, but the joy that he had helping get this program to ten wins winning a bowl game, you know, really uh, being a key member in that. I mean, when it, we got to the, to the, uh, to the bowl, bowl practice, yeah. I mean, before I even, before he ever told me, he's telling media, no, I'm playing in this bowl game. I'm not, I'm, I'm yeah. not foregoing. I, and, and, you know, I think Jamie, uh, you know, he is very calculated in all things, but you saw his heart. Yeah. You saw his passion for Florida state and, you know, I mean, I love him and it's just, you, I, I felt and knew the passion from the beginning, but mm-hmm. it was also, you know, even when he got here, you know, we got to work through a lot of experiences yeah. for for that to 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 be his reality. And uh, you know, those are the stories I just I, I love you yeah. know, being a, being able to be a, a part of as those guys continue to grow. Well, and Jared Verse coming back now, his was interesting because your, your defensive coordinator Adam Fuller was explaining to me how how you guys noticed him at Albany first. Been, basically, every team that played Syracuse that year, you know, you watch all of the games that a team has played. So every team that played Syracuse that year sees the Syracuse Albany games, who is this guy? 
And so all of you were in on him. I'll never forget. I, uh, I was, we were driving, I was out on the road recruiting and uh, it, was, it was in December and like, it, you know, we get a message from our personnel department that the you know, defensive end from Albany went, went in the portal. And I called Adam. I said, was that the defensive end that we wanted? <laughs> yeah. right. And then I was on the phone with him within, uh, I think, 30 minutes. Wow. It was like, that's, it was, that's how it fast was it goes. And, yes. uh, you know, because I remember watching that, that, that game. I was like, man, this dude is a real woman. He's a, he's a legit player. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was just funny how that all, all goes. And, you know, obviously, you, we, I think one of the things that have been good is not only have we got guys that have come in from the portal, but they're, they're not all one-year guys. Like Keir right. Thomas is somebody mm-hmm. else that I think played yep. a huge, huge role. You know, he was a one-year guy that came in from South Carolina, did some great things. But then we also, you look at, you know, we, we signed four receivers, you know, a, mm-hmm. a year ago, you know, out of the portal. But we needed to to get older. We needed guys yeah. that they had a little bit of experience. And, you know, as you look at it, a guy like Johnny Wilson, who's become, I think, one of the best receivers in yeah. the country. Well, he's coming back for a second year. Jared Burst becomes, you know, one of the best defensive players in the country. He's coming back for another year. And so you find, you know, Tatum Bethune, yep. at linebacker, guys that, that, you know, came in and made a great impact at the beginning, but are also, you know, here for multiple years. And how do they help the guys you signed out of high school? Well, because, you know, they, they, they have that experience. They have that, once again, the, the, what we're looking for, what we identify the right fit for Florida State, they're just two different paths. So these guys just have a little bit more experience. What I love about it is, you know, the understanding of how we do things here, maybe compared to other places. And you hear, you hear guys that have, that have had different experiences that can almost, you know, you know, you know, verify the process of what we're trying to do. Right. Help help guys have a sense of gratitude for the the things that we do here that maybe don't don't occur other places in in a sense of just or you know it's just it's unique to us and and whenever they're able to to you know be another message or you know kind of a you know a confirmation yeah. you know, or, or affirmation to to the to the process of what we're doing here within our program it, it, it always helps. As you find more success on the field, does that change how many people? In the high school recruiting ranks, how many want to come see you and come see what you're doing? I mean, we've. Uh, I think. I think uh, you know, our recruiting efforts have. It's been. A, it's been a fun process to go through. You yeah. know, I mean, it's not. Uh, not always. It wasn't always enjoyable at right. the time, yeah. but it's been. It's been fun to watch it grow because you know at the beginning we were we we're talking about a vision. We were. It was. It was hopeful of, of the things that would come, and these are the things that we expect to, to occur. And now, you know, guys that we've been building relationships with for multiple years, and they've seen the. They've seen the progress. They've seen the steps. They can visualize themselves, uh, you know, being being a part of that. And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, we've had we've had a, a remarkable, uh, you know, interest. Uh, you know, kids getting on campus, you know, wanting to be a part of the program. And you know, it's uh, it, it's but it's still same. It's the same same process for us, making sure that we're getting the right fits. And how much is that the the staff that does that the the recruiting staff, the personnel staff? Uh, I was talking to Michael Alford, your athletic director, and he said. You know, when he got here, he wanted to make sure you were comfortable with the numbers on that. Did you want to beef that up? How critical is that group in terms of determining the fit? No, I mean, we, we all play a role and yeah. we're all going to be involved in, in recruiting from yeah. myself to every every coach. I mean, just the, the investment of time. I mean, that's how you that's how you. Yeah. get a sense of kids and whether it's a, a short window that you get with a kid that's a transfer or a multiple year process with somebody that might be coming out of high school uh, we all we all serve serve a purpose and a role in that but being able to expand our personnel department was something that was was big and when I got here um, you know there were some 
some jobs that we took that we, you know, split the salary and you know, really, you know, maybe expanded more out to be able to have people in ownership of responsibilities of, of different areas that we wanted to have a, a focus in. Um, you know, I'm grateful for the administration and the investment that has been made to be able, you know, as we have, as we have, you know, spread, spread wider to, to be able to cover more areas uh, to be able to now, you know, financially you know, support, you know, right. what we're doing and uh, you know, our, our administration uh, from president McCullough to, to, to Michael, to the board of trustees, people see, you know, not only, you know, you know, what's going on within our program, but how we're doing it. And it's in, in, you know, being able to back that it's been, uh, it's been really good. That's what I think is the most, when I was talking to Michael, I go back to 2021 when the results weren't quite there yet, but your team looked and acted the same every game. They played hard that, you know, you knew, you knew they were going to try. I would think that's what gives you the confidence that eventually this is all going to no, absolutely. Pay off. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's you know you, you there's been a there's been a great deal of focus on, on our improvement, on our growth, of putting everything that we have out there to be just the best that we could be. Yeah. And yeah, you know, there were some there were some disappointing results that uh, that we had to had to really go through. Um, because even with a disappointing re- result, you know, we had to respond. We had to show, yeah. you know, the buy-in, the belief, uh, you know, what we were doing, you know, and this is not just players. I mean, there are things that we've experienced here as coaches. And, yeah. You know, I've been 35 years playing or coaching in football. That I never had to go through. Yeah. But, you know, like I told our staff, you know, we have to be the example for them. You know, we can't ask them to respond a certain way if we're not going to do that ourselves. And so by being in that journey together, uh, you know, it's so very rewarding. And that's what, you know, it did give me confidence. I was very, you know, uh, I was very confident even going into last year, what would come yeah. because of who I coach. It's just and, a matter of when. You know, just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And because um, you know, these guys, you know, they've worked, they haven't stopped. You know, they continue to push, they play hard, they care about each other and they understand and care about what they represent. You know, getting guys that, that play for and care about Florida state. And it's a beautiful thing. And, uh, you know, these guys, they'll, they'll forever be Florida state Seminoles. And, yeah. but to see what they are willing to put out there on the field and uh, you know, how hard they're pl- willing to play for each other and for the staff, I mean, uh, ultimate amount of respect. Well, for and, and if, if you guys get where you're, where you're trying to get, they become a very special group in the history of the program as well. So, uh, and you saw that even towards the end of last year, I mean, you know, to to beat the two in-state schools. I mean, that's yeah. only that's fifteenth time in, in history that that's happened. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you you we got to, you know we got through the regular season and uh, uh, you're sitting there and you have a chance to change one of the one of the numbers on the wall. You, yeah. you get the twenty fifth ten win season that yep. puts you in a. I mean, that's that's a special group. I say the numbers on the back. wall here are hard to change. Oh, and that's why I tell the team if you if you ever do something here that can help positively change the number on the wall well, you've done something that is that is worthy of yeah. being talked about now that doesn't mean we accomplished you know some of the things that we still you know wanted to or, yeah. or still are capable of here moving forward but it is you see progress you see a belief you it, it's something that you know like a jamie robinson for the rest of his life he, he will be able to say he was a part of that yeah of getting you know florida state back to to being a 10-win program of being able to take the positive strides being a part of the culture yeah. that's here and uh you know i just i'm proud of, of everybody that's gone through that that journey to help get us to this point and really excited about what's ahead for this team so you open with lsu for the second consecutive year last year was new orleans this year's orlando how much does that help the off season sense of urgency knowing what's what's sitting there well i mean you know it's we've got to detect you know kind of you know 
obviously initiate our own our own motivation. Right. You know, I mean, ultimately, it's you know, self starters always do better. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But on the on the flip side of it, knowing that the first game of the season is going to be Sunday night, only game on on uh, on television. Yeah. I mean, that's. And against what will be a top ten opponent, yeah. you know, defending SEC West yeah. champions, like that's it's an exciting game to be able to to prepare for. But you know, it, we try to as a program still continue to focus on the things that we can control, and that's us. And that's you know, this team getting better, this team, uh, you know, utilizing every day between now and then, you yeah. know, on, on what we need to do. And I think that's been you know a big part of the growth that we've seen is, is our guys have bought into that but yeah. uh, you know I'm, I'm absolutely excited to be able to kick off and, and have that stage to, to give the first the first showing of what this 23 Florida State team is going to be we'll be right back after these words when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply so the last couple of weeks we've had Dan Lanning on, we've had Kenny Dillingham on. So these are guys from your tree. We didn't, I didn't get Ryan Silverfield for some reason. I gotta, I gotta complete the set, but you're a very young coach to have these guys who work for you as head coaches now. What, what's that like? No, I mean, it's great. And I mean, you want to, as, as a head, as a head coach, I have the same responsibility to my assistants that I have to my players, and I want to help de- develop them to to go out there and be the best that they can be. All the dreams, the goals, the aspirations that they have, you know, it's it's my responsibility to help them on that journey. And I will say, you know, all those guys that you mentioned, I mean, they they bought into that because they're all really young too. Yeah. And so when we came, you know, we got a chance to work together, and I worked with all of them as assistants first, and yeah. so they got to, you know kind of be a part of my journey as yeah. well and uh, but when when I was able to hire them as, as assistants you know it was this is the job this is a responsibility that you have and you've got to do that to, to the best of the best of your ability yeah but you also need to be preparing yourself for what's next yeah. and when you are willing to to invest in that way when you're willing to you know really go above and beyond you know I think it does accelerate the process and something I've tried to do throughout my career um, and you know I've I'm living a, a better dream than I ever could have imagined. You know, you know, being able to be the Florida, you know, Florida State head coach, and I'm 41 years old right now. But uh, you know, you look at you know those guys, and you know the, where this profession has has allowed them to go. It, it really goes back to the work, and you know the the, the way they bought into that development. So Kenny was just some guy hanging around Arizona State's practices. He was, he, was, he was actually one of the youngest. He was the he was the OC at, at Chaparral High School. School. Yeah, and so. uh, yeah, and I mean, he came out and. You know, he asked if he could come up to the office and, and be able to sit in on some meetings. And I said, you, anytime you want to be there, you can be there. But we, we, we meet early and, uh, you know, we, we're going to we're going to get after it. And, okay. you know, I can't remember uh, a time that he missed. I mean, he was he was around. He was at the at the practice field every opportunity he could get. He was in our meetings. Um, and that's what, you know, sparked and formulated a, a relationship between us. And when I had an opportunity to hire him. I mean, I didn't have to go. I didn't have to go on a big, you know, you know, interview search. I got to right. see it every day. Um, you know, you know, Dan Lane and I. You know, we came up. You know, he was a GA for a couple of years uh, when I was office coordinator at Arizona State. I watched him work, and and it was it was a no brainer, like just to who he was. You know, where you know what 
you know, the skill and knowledge that he brought, yeah. but just the, you know, the heart of the, the person too. And, you know, when I got the head coaching job at Memphis, it was an, it was a no brainer. And, uh, you know, just to be able to have him on the staff and now to see where he's gone, uh, you're just really happy for all those guys. It's been pretty special. And you mentioned it earlier though, you try to bring those people along. Cause when, when you do lose somebody, you can move them. Like Tony Tokar. Yeah, it's, it's a great, great example. You lose Kenny to Oregon. Tony's ready to come Tony, up. Tony, Alex. I mean, you look, yep. um, you know, I think I'm, Seven years as a head coach, I think I've had five different offensive coordinators. Wow. And, you know, I mean, I hired, uh, you know, Alex Atkins was the offensive coordinator at Charlotte, Charlotte play yeah. calling offensive, yep. uh, you know, uh, offensive coordinator coaching the offensive line. It's a very rare right. combination. Right. Yeah, don't mean many of those, yeah. Well, he came here as just the line coach. And there was no guarantees, no promises. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believed wholeheartedly what, what their, where he was going to go. Yeah. But, you know, we even had the conversations like, you know, if the opportunity presents itself, right, you know, this is what I want to do. Yeah. I mean, I've, prom- I've promoted within, you know, I think four, four of those five have yeah. been, have been that type of a uh, uh, move. And he's, you know, he earned that opportunity from, from the work that he did for the leader that he is. I mean, I, I love, I love watching his progression, but then Tony, you know, Tony was an on the field, you know, he was my tight ends coach yeah. at Memphis and, you know, he chose to come here and to be off the field. And, you know, that's sometimes, you know, some guys, you know, just in reality, their egos won't allow them to do that. Yep. It was because, you know, you work so hard just to be in a position, but he was willing to take a step back because, you know, he knows, he knows what we do and how we do it. And for him to, to really sit, you know, sit on the backstage a little bit for, yep. for a couple of years, you know, when the opportunity presented itself, it was a no brainer for me. And to be able to, to see him and the job he's done with Jordan, you know, Jordan, you know, had one of the best years of, of, of any quarterback in the country this last year. And Tony played such a huge role in that. And, you know, excited about where that's going to go here this next year and obviously what his future holds. But, you know, it's the, the willingness to, to see and help young coaches, uh, you know, elevate in the profession. But, you know, also the work and, and the commitment they make is, is what makes it remarkable. Well, you're going to have the next big tree. You'll, you'll be that guy. You, you might be. We, we got to work on getting you toward Hayden Fry territory. Oh, he, he's got he's got the best one ever. Yeah. But it, it's amazing though because you think about it, you're 41 years old and you've already uh, you've already got three head coaches on your tree. So it's a it's a good start. Yeah, a, yeah no, not bad. I've been fortunate to be around a lot of lot of you know great great coaches and uh, you know so many people that make an impact on. Um, you know, on my journey and, yeah. you know, the things that, that, you know, have allowed me to, to do the things that, that, that I love so much. And so, uh, you know, you always try to try to pay that forward. And, uh, you know, we've got a great staff that I get to work with each day here and excited about, uh, you know, our future and, you know, where their future is going to go as, uh, as individuals as well. well we got to let you get back to work. So thank you so much, coach. I appreciate you coming by and uh, go Knowles. Thanks so much for listening. We got a big week for you ahead. We're all getting together in Chicago for our meetings for the athletics. So Ari and I will be together. Nicole will be with us. Chris will be with us. David Ubbin will be with us. Max will be with us. We're going to get together and have some fun. We'll we'll have some fun shows and we'll kind of mix it up. Everybody's going to get in on the act and we will have a lot to talk about. Plus, we'll be around all our excellent beat writers from the athletics. So we're going to start talking some specific teams as we get closer and closer to the season Guys, it is not that far away. We're going to be in media days before you know it. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again soon.